Welcome to Conversations. I'm your host, Doug Dewan, and joining me this segment is Dominique Alex, the interim CEO at Mary's Place. Join us as we look at issues that affect us here at home in our community and across the nation. Today, we're going to talk about homelessness and the work being done at Mary's Place. Dominique, first of all, thank you so much for joining me and having this conversation. Thank you, Doug, for having me. So top-down view, what is Mary's Place? What's the work you're doing? What's the What's the problem you're trying to solve? Mary's Place um, is a 24-7 shelter provider as well as um, really thinking about family homelessness and providing services that support families on a journey out of homelessness and um, thinking about single women um, as supporting them um, with some services at our day center. So it's great that you try to help people prevent homelessness, help people out of homelessness. I think a lot of people uh, maybe have misconceptions about what leads to homelessness. Uh, I think a lot of people maybe see it as a moral failing or some. What factors do you see that generally lead to a person becoming homeless or a family? Yeah, that's a really great question, because I think what I have found is that there's a lot of myths around why people are experiencing homelessness. Um, and really, there's a lot of root causes. And some of those are just around like they're just not being enough housing um, or affordable housing for that um, matter. And then really thinking about the impacts of systemic racism and the disproportionate numbers of BIPOC families and people of color that we just serve every day um, in our shelter system. Um, but I, one of the things I have found is that a lot of people that are experiencing homelessness are actually working. And I think a lot of people think that they're not, right? That that their people are just um, maybe what you see every day when you're driving in. Um, but most people are at school with kids and they look like they're living a normal life and that they're sheltered, right? Or mm -hmm. they're working alongside you at your job, um, but don't know the story that they're um, having um, when they go maybe back to their car and sleep or in a tent or in a park bench. Um, so. Lots of uh, reasons why families um, and folks are experiencing homelessness that we're not aware of. Now, it feels that like homelessness, the homeless crisis has been exacerbated over the last, you know, 10 years or so, just visually. Um, is that true? And if so, why has it increased? Yes, the this climate and the landscape of homelessness has increased, I think, um, a few things that we do know is over the last few years, we have, which we have seen things skyrocket, um, when you think about um, inflation, right, and cost of living, um, some people that um, when we think about last year alone, um, King County had about a 17% increase in rent, um, but most of us didn't have that much of an increase in our pay. And so when you think about what do you have to pay for today? the food that you put on the table or the rent, families are making those kinds of choices. And so what you're seeing is a result of things like the eviction moratoriums that we had and the safety nets um, that people um, had to really keep them in their hard-won homes. Um, those are things that we are now having the bad reeling effects of, right? Um, um and people losing their jobs or having to make a decision to take care of a loved one that's sick um, or someone who gets cancer, that's life changing. Um, and it causes people to experience homelessness um, for the first time or taking care of their kids because they can't afford childcare. 
Um, so there's a lot of reasons, um, but we are seeing um, the climate shift um, today at Mary's Place. There are between 50 and 60 callers that are on our wait list. And there's also only room for one to two to come inside a day. And so that leaves people sleeping outside every night. And so that's what's visible. Yeah. So the big debate always is how to solve the problem. Like what what is it that can possibly be done systemically uh, mm-hmm. that can help to curb this situation? Is it more is it more affordable housing? Is it is it more shelters? Uh, what, what do you see? What do you think? Well, I think it's a, a it's a few things. Um, there's not just going to be one answer if that was the case we would have solved homelessness um, but we know some things that work right mary's places uses a three-prong approach we know there's people that need to come in and shelter and so making sure there's shelter beds available in our county is key the other thing is that we need funding we need funding to be able to support um our families and in moving into the, those housing solutions quickly um we also know that you know Thinking about moving upstream for Mary's Place is really important. And so we're really leaning into how do we provide rental assistance to keep families in their hard-won homes and reduce that trauma on children. Um, And so that is really important. It's also advocacy, right, and awareness that this issue exists. Um, Some people don't even know that there's families sleeping outside in our community. And so for us, it's, it's all of those things. And really thinking about how can we all be a part of the solution? How do we help our neighbors? Sometimes that's volunteering or just saying, hey, this is what the problem is in our community and being a part of the solution. And so some people are like, well, what do I do? Right. Um, we all can be a part of that solution. We like over the holidays, people were doing drives and it's not just about the holidays. Right. How do we sustain that through the year? People doing coat drives and thinking about like food drives or diaper drives, right? Those are things that people need every day and that makes an impact. And if you can give your resources, that's great because these solutions work for families and we know that and our outcomes are, they show that. Yeah. And you talk about uh, Mary's Place, you know, has a three-pronged approach. You have programs uh, set up to help people. What what resources do you have available and and what is the three-pronged approach? Yeah, our three-pronged approach um, is one, so I've talked a little bit about our shelters. We have five 24-7 shelters serving 720 beds a night. And so that's our first solution. Our second solution is our mobile outreach team who goes out into the community, meets people in their cars, their tents, families being discharged from hospitals that don't have a home address to go to and helping them find their solution into housing from wherever they are. Um, We also, I want to talk about moving upstream and we have specialists that work with families that are um, on the brink of being evicted from their homes to really think about, you know, what is it that they need to pay that past debt and providing that rental assistance and the stability support so that they can stay there and the other things that they may need to sustain their um, housing situation, or maybe they need childcare, right? Just making those resources Mm -hmm. available. And so that's what we're about. Within that system, we also provide, we work with so many partners, so we don't do this by ourselves. And I think that's one of the really key things is, you know, whether that's cultural services families need or legal support or um, healthcare, right? Because Sometimes family aren't 
able to get the things they need while they're out there. But once they come into our world, uh, we really try to connect them or support them in getting those resources that they need to sustain whatever it is once they go through our systems. Yeah. Um, the, the mobile outreach I did not know about. I think that's really cool. It's one of those things you just kind of, unless you're involved, you don't really think about going out to the people that can't come to you possibly, or don't have a place, but you talk about prevention. Um, how important is prevention in, in the long term? Like if a person experiences homelessness once, does it tend to have a lasting effect, a slippery slope? Like does, does it continue with homelessness or other problems? Um, and does prevention help stop that from happening at all? Yeah. So one of the things I will tell you is um, past predictors of homelessness is one of the greatest predictors of future homelessness. And so when you think about a family and they're on the brink of losing their home um, and they're able to stay there and the impacts on the child never having experienced that experience of homelessness um, is life changing for the future. Um, and it reduces that trauma on that family. And so moving to that preventative side and moving upstream, it stops folks from flowing into the system potentially for many generations. And so prevention is very key in where we need to go for homelessness prevention. And we're actually teamed up with the Lab for Economic Opportunity out of Notre Dame to do a three-year study. So we really know the best practices on how to implement that. Um, and so we're really excited about learning more through this process, but we know that we are stopping that trauma on families as we lean into prevention every day. Um, and you also mentioned that when shelters are full, people, you, you know, they don't necessarily have a place to go. What recourse do they have aside from maybe the mobile outreach? Um, what do you suggest to somebody who can't get into a, a shelter? Yeah, right now it's really gut-wrenching. Um you know, those families that call that are desperately in need of a place to go. Um, we've never seen this before. And so this is new. Before the pandemic, we had essentially solved no child sleeping outside and being able to bring every caller that called every night inside. Um, and so right now we're, you know, really leaning into our outreach team to go out and meet those families wherever they are. And also when we do our screening, um, our emergency intake line that serves all of King County, they're really intentional about diversion, our diversion approach, really building on the strengths of a family when they call in despite that crisis and saying, what is another solution? Can you stay with someone tonight? Can you call back tomorrow? But it's really sad because we don't have all the solutions we um hoped would solve this crisis. Um, and so the outreach team does go and meet those families um, when that's a good solution for them. And anyone can refer folks that they may see on the street or they're worried about. Um, and our folks will go and meet them where you say they are. And so that's the thing that I do love is that sometimes people don't even know what to do, um, but you can make that referral through our portal on our website. Yeah, that's really great. Um well, the, the the ability to to help is great. The situation is is incredibly unfortunate. Um, and now Mary's Place focuses on women and children, right? So what what kind of challenges facing homelessness do women and children have that maybe people aren't aware of? Yeah, so I do want to say, I think we talk about women and children um, and 
we have a women's day center. And so that's for our single women that can come there in our shelters. So we are serving families. And so it's women, it's children, it's dads, it's uncles, it's whoever is a part of your family and pets. And so I do want to say that. Mm. Um, so I will address kind of, um, I think the unique needs of these populations. Um, there's a lot of vulnerability um, with women and families that are outside um, in a freezing temperatures, I think for any human, but particularly for a newborn baby that may be sleeping in a car where you're turning on your car every hour for just a little bit, just to keep the temperature up. Um, babies can't sustain that type of um, chilly weather when it's raining and I just want to get in my house. They can't. And so just knowing that the vulnerability sits, a child getting a cold is really different from me getting a cold who's living out there. Um, it really um, puts them in a very vulnerable situation from a health standpoint. Um, and so or a pregnant woman. And so um, and just to think about being a woman and being vulnerable um, to what's outside. Um, those are the things that why it's important to bring families inside. Um, no one should be outside, um, but particularly. Um, our youngest and most vulnerable, which are our families, which are the children. And so that's what Mary's Place is working to do every day. So over the course of this conversation, you've mentioned many things that people can do to help. How do they get involved, though? Um, and then if they want to get involved, what's what do you need the most? Donations, volunteers, people that can provide shelter, food, participate in the outreach team? What What does Mary's Place need the most? I always like this question because I do believe like coming to Mary's place and thinking about like, there's so many needs, but I have met so many people that have given their time, their energy and their resources in so many varied ways. And so, you know, I talked about, you know, we've had kindergarten classes doing diaper drives, right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and leading those or a coat drive. Uh, we have people with our make a home program where people will, Get with their neighbors or a group. Um, well, that's with your colleagues, right? That you say, "Hey, we need to. We want to furnish a home. Um, maybe it's a bathroom, or thinking about someone moving into their new home for the first time." So you can do things like that, or you can come and shelter, and you can, um, you know, serve a meal. Uh, and then there's people who give their time, like they're a lawyer and they want to provide some pro bono legal support. Um, all of those things are important. And if for some they want to write a check. Um, and you have those resources, that also is being a part of the solution. And so nothing's too small, nothing's too great. It takes all of us to be a part of the solution. And so if you give us a call or you um, email us, we, you know, talk about where your passion lies and finding a match. And so we're, we're pretty much <laughs> open to a lot of ideas. How do people get in contact with you? What's the phone number? What's the website? Yeah, so our website is Mary's Place. Seattle.org. And um, I talked a lot about like how to refer families because some people are like, what if I see somebody, right? And so there's our emergency intake line, which is 206-245-1026. Uh, so you can refer folks there. Um, and when I talked about our website earlier, our portal is on there to refer families as well. And so you can just look at ways to help. So that's us in a nutshell, and we would love to hear from folks and partner with you to be a part of this solution um, to help us solve family homelessness. Well, first of all, I really appreciate this conversation and, and all the work that you're doing. Before I let you go, though, 
Um, do you have any final thoughts? Is there anything that we didn't cover or, or any lasting impression you would like people to have about Mary's Place? Yeah, I think that one of the things I would say is that we appreciate all of the love and the light and the generosity of our community. Um, that is part of the fuel and why we're able to do what we do. And I want to thank all of the frontline heroes that I work with on a day-to-day -day basis that partner with our families and the women um, to help them on their journey of homelessness. Um, this is not easy work. The crisis is worse than we've ever seen it. And um, I'm inspired every day by our staff um, and the generosity of our community. So thank you um, very much. And I appreciate you having me on your show, Doug, and helping us let the community know what we're up to and ways to be a part of the solution. Dominique, I appreciate you coming on and, and informing us about the work that you're doing and the problems that we're facing. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. And thank you for listening. Conversations is a public affairs program of this station.